listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. May the Lord give you his peace. Good morning. Um, Somebody's birthday today. Is that right? Is that true? Uh, You're getting the mass offered for you today on your birthday. So requested Brother Joseph, your son. I don't know what the stipend is, but uh, (laughs) it's a little statistic. There are more Friar birthdays today than on any other day of the calendar. You know, so you have, it's not really fair, Father Innocent and Brother Angelus are twins, so it's their birthdays with their sister, who they're actually triplets, and then Brother Gabriel, and then uh, Brother Joseph's mom, and then me. So (laughs) at some point, it's not happy birthday anymore, right? (laughs) So you're getting a little... Anyways, the projection and my own experience on there, Dr. Mantra will explain that later. But uh, welcome, everybody, welcome. And um, the readings in the liturgy every day are preparing us for the Holy Triduum. It's kind of a ramp up, and uh, we're reliving those last couple of weeks of Jesus' life. And it's so important because it, it helps us to understand the circumstances surrounding his crucifixion. How did it happen? And you can feel it. The intensity, you know, is, is getting more and more in the readings. And you see Jesus is having these confrontations. And you can just tell where this is going. You know, it's getting tense. And today is no exception where he has this encounter. And he makes this wild claim that before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> Whoa. You mean like God's name from the burning bush? Whoa. So you can see that it's kind of ratcheting up. And uh, I'd like to offer a little word this morning on something that's actually very important. It's a little commentary on the true divinity of Jesus and his true humanity, those two. So last week, after I taught the novices a class, I had a wonderful opportunity to reconnect with some old friends, a dear friend of mine from college who actually used to visit the friars with me when I was discerning, uh, became a priest in a different community, and he is now a pastor in the Diocese of Patterson, New Jersey. Coincidentally, so uh, we got it, had a chance to get together. And his little brother, who was also my friend in college, is now teaching at the seminary at Seton Hall. Purely coincidental. So we all got together, Father Derek and his brother, Dr. Justin. And we had a really beautiful day together last Thursday. And uh, we were feeling a little sleepy in the afternoon. So Father Derek's like, why don't we go get a coffee? So we went to the coffee shop and we got a coffee. And lo and behold, There were a couple of older guys sitting in the corner of this coffee shop. And uh, the minute we kind of got in there, they started to engage us with this conversation. And uh, super kind of, you know, typical, that's so CFR, right? Typical, you know, you look like this, you invite it. You're out there. We had this really uh, actually profound conversation with these guys. And the one guy in particular was uh, extremely cynical, really, really cynical. He was like very critical and negative and... He, he kind of had this whole kind of uh, attack on Christianity, on Catholicism, and uh, my buddy, Father Derek, kind of sniffed it out. Like, everything he was saying was right from that novel, The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> this is where he got all of his theology. I don't even think he read the book. He just watched the movie. But So we were kind of working through all these different things, and, and it was interesting as the conversation was going, like, the whole coffee shop kind of gathered around, <laughs> and it was like a theology on tap, you know? Um, so anyway, so we were there, and in the midst of this conversation, in, in his criticalness and in his cynicism, this theme kind of emerged where he was trying to say that, you know, on the one hand, there is God and the divinity, 
And on the other hand, there's man and humanity. And those two shouldn't mix. And so he was trying to say in the history of the church and in the Bible and in everything, you know, that you have to separate the yucky, corrupt humanity so that you can arrive at the pure divinity. And he, uh, he wanted to separate those two and that anything that man's been involved in, it, it muddies the water and therefore it's not necessarily trustworthy or believable or reliable or true. You know, it was, and uh, I think he's giving, um, he's giving voice to something that's very common actually. It's happened throughout the, the history of the church and even in our own day. And in Jesus, we see something that's so, and I think the word scandalous is the right word. And uh, he is truly God. God from God, life from life, true God from true God, begotten, not made, one in being with the Father, a true God. But then on the other hand, he was truly human. And if you study the history of the early theology of Christology, it kind of bounces between those two. Like all the heretics erred on one side where they didn't really accept his humanity or they didn't really accept his divinity. And the church and in, in kind of articulating the identity, who Jesus is, who Jesus was, kind of right down the middle. He's, you know, you got to hold on to both of these. He really, truly is God. He really is God. Before Abraham was, I am. You know, but he really and truly was human. You know, it wasn't just a human body. You know, he had a, a human soul. He had a human intellect, a human will. His person was divine, but two natures, human. And now, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for us? Well, brothers um, and sisters, <laughs> not used to saying that. Sorry. <laughs> It means a lot. It means a lot that um, in our religion, in our faith, that the, the divinity of God has come to us through his relationship with humans, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were not perfect. Or, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Paul, these were not perfect people. They were really human and they were, you know, faulty, fallen, and yet, you know, the scriptures were the Holy Spirit inspired the scriptures through them. You know, if, if you were alive in those days and you got to actually meet these people, you might be tempted to say, uh, I don't think the letters of St. Paul should be in the Bible. <laughs> that guy had issues, you know, he was hard to be around. Uh, St. Peter, the first pope, you know, the New Testament does not hide his failings and foibles. And yet the gospel of Mark is probably his gospel. Mark was his secretary and then with the letters of Peter. So, you know, the humanity and the divinity always work together. So um, what will that mean for us? Well, first of all, um, we really need to have this little something I got from Dr. Mantra yesterday, acceptance of self to not be scandalized at your own humanity. That's so important. And it's not always so easy, you know, an acceptance of self, you know, even with the faults and failings that are there, you know, so important. And then also the, the way that God's divinity works in our lives. These two always go together. They always go together. So um, obviously I'm here to teach a class on the vow of obedience to the brothers. And uh, there will be times when it will be hard to believe that God's will will come to you through your superior. Because you're so aware of your superior's humanity. And you're like, surely that guy cannot mediate God's will to me. Because he's so imperfect. And... <laughs> The humanity and the divinity can come together, you know? Not that we want to say that the superior is an infallible Delph, uh, oracle of Delphi, like every little thing that comes from Father Francis Mary's mouth 
is like the pure will. You know, there's there's a discernment that's there, um, but uh, anyway, it's easy to say he's not here right now. <laughs> but the humanity and the divinity, you know, that that happen always together, always together, and an acceptance of the humanity of others as well. And to even though we're weak, even though we're fallen, even though we're imperfect, that that this isn't a hindrance to God being at work in the world. So in the Our Father, when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, the kingdom of God that comes, the working of his grace, his presence, his action, happens in and through humanity, through fallible, weak people. And uh, so ultimately, it comes down to an issue of trust. Now, with this guy in the coffee shop, that was very clear. He had trust issues. You know, I don't know if he'd been hurt, didn't know his dad, or wasn't loved, or, you know, something that happened to him where... He, he was struggling to trust, and that's kind of where I tried to respond was the goodness of God our Father and his trustworthiness, that he is, God is love and we can trust him even in moments of trial and difficulty. The crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus are the ultimate example. His death on the cross is um, in some ways maybe the most apparently human moment. <laughs> you know, he's murdered and dies on the cross, and then his resurrection is apparently the most divine moment. But these two always come together. They always come together. And uh, so, brothers and sisters, in our own lives, it's, it's this adventure of life unfolds, and the years come on, and the, the numbers get higher in our birthdays, but the way that the humanity and the divinity are there, and, and our call to, to affirm and accept both, and to know uh, that these two go hand in hand. In theology, it's described in this way, grace builds on nature. Grace builds on nature. On the one hand, the nature is always there. The nature's there. Not to be afraid of that, to, to, to accept. But then on the other hand, grace. Grace is there. Grace and nature together. And uh, in our own struggles, we pray for that grace to grace and nature. trust our Heavenly Father and to accept. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.